Well, first we start off by saying Bismillah, Alhamdulillah, Wassalatu Wassalamu Ala Rasulillah. We start by the name of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and we said we send our prayers and blessings and the mercy of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala upon the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu and his companions, and we seek refuge in Allah from the evils of our sins and the evils of our actions and the evils of the shaitan, the devil. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us through this and make this a blessing upon us and a guidance for all of us. Allahumma ameen. Thank you for joining. And as always, we will have this posted inshallah on our YouTube channel as well by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These meetings for Ramadan is basically about the meanings of the verses of the Qur'an. We are reading the verses in Arabic and then reading the English recitation so that those who don't understand may understand and those who understand will be reminded as I remind myself and yourself as well. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this a bless upon all of us. Allahumma ameen. We appreciate your joining us and we start by the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we say Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Make sure I put my phone on my do not disturb just in case I get phone calls. And I start Surah Al-Imran verse 18 and if you go on to Quran.com which is a page or a website that I really love and I enjoy uh, Quran.com gives you the Quran in Arabic and in English and it gives you the recitation you can actually recite each word by itself if you want you can recite the entire verse or you can recite the, uh, the Quran uh, from uh, you know the beginning all the way to the end by pressing the play button and you have so many different um, reciters on there mashallah may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless them so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in verse 18 after I say a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim bismillah ar-rahman ar-rahim shahid allahu annahu la ilaha illa huwa wal malaikatu wa ulul ilmi qa'iman bil لا إله إلا هو العزيز الحكيم. The meaning for that verse is Allah, the Most High Himself, is a witness that there is no deity worthy of being worshipped except for Him, alone with no partners. And so are the angels, and so are the people of knowledge. All of these witnesses that there is no deity worthy of being worshipped except Allah Subhanahu wa Taala alone with no partners. He is the maintainer of justice. There is no God, no deity worthy of worship except Him, the Almighty, the All-Wise. Verse number 19, Allah says, and this is very important for us to focus and pay attention to. 
Certainly, Allah's only way is Islam. That's the only religion that is acceptable by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَمَا اخْتَلَفَ الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابَ إِلَّا مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا جَاءَهُمُ الْعِلْمُ بَغْيًا بَيْنَهُمْ Those who were given the scripture did not dispute among themselves out of mutual envy until knowledge came to them. وَمَنْ يَكْفُرْ بِآيَاتِ اللَّهِ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ سَرِيعُ الْحِسَابِ Whoever denies Allah's signs, then surely Allah is swift in reckoning. This verse is very important for all human beings, all human beings that are living today. Allah says, Islam." Certainly, the only way that is accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Islam. Submission. Full submission to Allah, the Most High. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us about the past, the people in the past. Those who were given the scriptures before, they didn't dispute among this themselves just out of envy. In fact, they disputed when they got the knowledge. When the knowledge came to them, they started disputing. And Allah ends this verse by saying, Whoever denies Allah's signs, then surely Allah is swift with reckoning. Allah is very swift with reckoning. Then, this is when people come and start arguing. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us about this. And this is so amazing. Allah says, فَإِنْ حَاجُّوكَ فَقُلْ أَسْلَمْتُ وَجِهِيَ لِلَّهِ وَمَنِ اتَّبَعًا So if they argue with you, O Prophet of Allah, Muhammad wasallam, and obviously this is also talking to us, then say, I have submitted myself to Allah, and so have my followers, the followers of the Prophet Muhammad wasallam. وَقُلْ لِلَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابَ وَالْأُمِّيِّينَ أَأَسْلَمْتُمْ And ask those who were given the scripture and the illiterate people, have you submitted yourself to Allah? Have you submitted and accepted Islam? Have you submitted yourself to Allah? فَإِنْ أَسْلَمُوا فَقَدِ اهْتَدَوْا and if they submit, then they will be rightly guided. But if they turn away, then your duty is only to deliver. That's all you have to do is just deliver the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah is the all-seeing of His servants. 
فإن أسلموا فقد اهتدوا وإن تولوا فإنما عليك البلاغ والله بصير بالعباد الله سبحانه وتعالى is all seen then Allah سبحانه وتعالى comes to us in the next verse by telling us something about those who did wrong those who disbelieved in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and did wrong things he says inna alladhina yakfuruna biayatillahi wa yaqtuluna an-nabiyyina bighayri haqqin wa yaqtuluna alladhina ya'muruna bilqisti minan nas fabashshirhum bi'adhabin alim Indeed, those who, those who deny Allah's signs and those who kill the prophets unjustly, the prophets and messengers, and kill the people who stand up for justice, give them good news of a painful punishment. They will be getting painful punishment for what they have done and that is by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of judgment on the day of resurrection on the last day Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give them their just punishment for what they have done أُولَٰئِكَ الَّذِينَ حَبِطَتْ أَعْمَالُهُمْ فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ وَمَا لَهُمْ مِنْ نَاصِرِينَ They are the ones whose deeds are wasted in this world and the hereafter and they will have no helpers. وَالْعِيَادُ بِاللَّهِ May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us away from those types of people and not make us amongst these kinds of people. Allahumma ameen. Here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us an example. And Allah uses the examples in the Quran many times. And this is how it is very easy for humans to take this information easier. Verse 23 in the surah, surah Al-Imran, which is the third surah, in the Quran, Allah says, أَلَمْ تَرَ إِلَى الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا نَصِيبًا مِنَ الْكِتَابِ يُدَعُونَ إِلَى كِتَابِ اللَّهِ لِيَحْكُمَ بَيْنَهُمْ ثُمَّ يَتَوَلَّى فَرِيقٌ مِّنْهُمْ وَهُمْ مُعْرِضُونَ Have you not seen those who were given a portion of the scriptures? Yet, when they are invited to the book of Allah, the Qur'an, to settle their disputes, some of them turn away heedlessly. Allah has given the Qur'an to us humans, just like He has given the Torah and the Injil to the people before us. But the Qur'an has been given to everybody, all human beings, all mankind. The Torah and the Injil were given to a group of people. So those people who know the Torah and the Injil, when they are 
being told about this, about the Quran, then what happens? Some of them, they run away. They turn away. Allah is just telling you the 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 the, the Quran that this book is exactly from him just like the other books were but this book the Quran has not been touched and not been ever tampered with unlike the ones before they were tampered with and they were corrupted so that's why it created a lot of disputes amongst the followers of these two books so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends a book that will never get that tampering and that editing um, to it. Nothing will be changed about it to solve and resolve all the disputes that have been made. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls them and tells them, come to this book. So it can, dissolve, it can resolve and dissolve these disputes and get rid of them. But some people, they love disputes and they stick to them and they run away and turn away from the Qur'an. And Allah tells us why they turn away. And this is why. In the next verse, Allah says, ذَلِكَ بِأَنَّهُمْ قَالُوا لَن تَمَسَّنَا النَّارُ إِلَّا أَيَّامًا مَعْدُودَاتٍ وَغَرَّهُمْ فِي دِينِهِمْ مَا كَانُوا يَفْتَرُونَ The reason why they turned away is because, and this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you these verses so we can realize and understand the meanings of what's happening in the world. Allah says, this is because they say the fire will not touch us. The fire will not touch us. Except for a few days maybe. They're certain that they will not get punished. And it's saying if they do get punished, it's just going to be a couple of days. See how heedless they are? They have been deceived in their faith by their wishful lying. They have deceived their own selves. And they, see, they deceive their followers. And that's why they think that. They made up a lie, they believed that lie, and they lived by that lie. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us of something. And He says, فَكَيْفَ إِذَا جَمَعْنَاهُمْ لِيَوْمٍ لَا رَيْبَ فِيهِ وَوُفِّيَتْ كُلُّ نَفْسٍ مَّا كَسَبَتْ وَهُمْ لَا يُظْلَمُونَ But how horrible will it be when we gather them together on the day about which there is no doubt, the day of judgment, where there's no doubt about, when every soul will be paid in full for what it has done, and none will be wronged at all. Nobody will be wronged whatsoever. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us a beautiful supplication like we talked about yesterday. Allah gives us supplication so we can use when we ask Him for things. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قُلْ 
قل اللهم مالك الملك تؤتي الملك من تشاء وتنزع الملك ممن تشاء وتعز من تشاء وتذل من تشاء بيدك الخير إنك على كل شيء قدير Say, O Prophet Allah, Muhammad Wasallam. Say, O Allah, the Lord over all authorities You give authority to whoever you please And remove it from whoever you please you honor whoever you please and disgrace who you please. All, get, all good is in your hands. Surely you alone are the most capable of everything. That's a beautiful supplication to use for us when we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, especially nowadays. It's Ramadan and we're doing Taraweeh and Qiyam al-Layl and Witr and Tahajjud. These are good supplications for us to live by. Allah follows that verse with a different verse that talks about him as well. Tuliju al-Layla fi nahari wa tuliju al-Nahara fi al-Layl. وَتُخْرِجُ الْحَيَّ مِنَ الْمَيِّتِ وَتُخْرِجُ الْمَيِّتَ مِنَ الْحَيِّ وَتَرْزُقُ مَنْ تَشَاءُ بِغَيْرِ حِسَابِ You cause the night to pass into the day and the day into the night. You bring forth the living from the dead and the dead from the living. And you provide for whoever you will without limit. These are the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Beautiful attributes. That only a deity that is worthy of being worshipped deserves these types of attributes. No one deserves attributes like these. So those are the attributes that are deserving to the one and only Allah, the Most High, the one and only deserving to be worshipped, subhanahu wa ta'ala. لا يتخذ المؤمنون الكافرين أولياء من دون المؤمنين ومن يفعل ذلك فليس من الله في شيء إلا أن تتقوا منهم تقاه ويحذركم الله نفسه وإلى الله المصير. This verse is strong. This verse number 28 from Surah Al Imran. Allah SWT says. Believers should not take disbelievers as guardians. Believers should not take disbelievers as guardians instead of the believers. And whoever does so will have nothing to hope for from Allah unless it is a 
precaution against their tyranny. And Allah warns you about himself and to Allah is the final return. This is for those believers and Muslims who take disbelievers and non-believers as their friends and brothers over the believer Muslims and brothers. Now, there are friends that are loyal to you and everything that are not Muslims, they're good. But you also should not take your Muslim brother as an enemy. Always try to have that friendship and that, that tie between you and your Muslim brother. Keep him closer to you. Advise him. Remind him. If he made a mistake, try to, to, to take him in. Remind him. Fix the things that he has wrong or try to help them fix the things that they got wrong. This is a very strong verse that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. Then in the next verse, Allah says, قُلْ إِن تُخْفُوا مَا فِي صُدُورِكُمْ أَوْ تُبْدُوهُ يَعْلَمْهُ اللَّهِ وَيَعْلَمُ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَاللَّهُ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٌ Say, O Prophet of Allah, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whether you conceal what is in your hearts or reveal it, it is known to Allah, the Most High. For he knows whatever is in the heavens and whatever is on the earth. And Allah is the most capable of everything. It doesn't matter what you hide in your heart or what you speak out loud. Allah knows it all. He knows everything and he sees everything. And he's the most capable over everything. So there's nothing that you can hide from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's why intentions are very important. We have to make sure that we have pure intentions. Pure intentions for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Here's a beautiful reminder in this verse, verse 30 of this surah, Ali Imran, the third surah from the Quran, or the third surah in the Quran. Allah says, يَوْمَ تَجِدُ كُلُّ نَفْسٍ مَّا عَمِلَتْ مِنْ خَيْرٍ مُحْضَرًا وَمَا عَمِلَتْ مِنْ سُوءٍ تَوَدُّ لَوْ أَنَّ بَيْنَهَا وَبَيْنَهُ أَمَدًا بَعِيدًا وَيُحَذِّرُكُمُ اللَّهُ نَفْسَهُ وَاللَّهُ رَؤُوفٌ Watch for the day when every soul will be presented with whatever good it has done. And it will wish that its misdeeds were far off the sins. And Allah warns you about Himself. And Allah is ever gracious to His servants. This day is coming, my dear brothers and sisters. This day is coming. And 
if we don't pay attention to what we're doing today, we're going to come on the day of judgment and we're going to have that, that sorrow. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep that away from us. Everything that you have done, you're going to present in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything that you have done. So whether it's good or bad, it will be presented in front of Allah. It's just about what you have done. And are you ready? Are you ready to face Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with what you have done? If you don't want to face Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with these actions, then repent. Repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells the Prophet to give us this beautiful verse, verse number 31. Chapter 3, which is Ali Imran. Say, if you sincerely love Allah, the Creator, the one that, give, that, that has given you everything that you have right now, if you really love him, then follow me. Follow who? Follow the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Allah, when you do that, Allah will love you and forgive your sins. For Allah is all forgiving, most merciful. So it's that simple. If you love Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, then you should do what? You should follow Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You should follow the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And when that happens, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will love you. Don't we all want Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala to love us? He's given us all this regardless. But imagine Him even loving you for this, that you have followed the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He is all forgiving and He is all merciful. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands us and He says, قُلْ أَطِيعُوا اللَّهَ وَالرَّسُولِ فَإِن تَوَلَّوْا فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُحِبُّ الْكَافِرِينَ Say, O Prophet of Allah, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Say to those people, Obey Allah and His Messenger. And then he says, If they still turn away, then truly Allah does not like the disbelievers. If you disbelieve in Allah, the Most High, the Creator, be careful. Allah does not like the disbelievers. He does not like them. He wants you to believe in Him. Allah, your Creator, the one that given you this soul that is in your body. He loves those believers. He wants you to believe in Him. So follow Him. Follow His prophet. Follow His book. And we're going to stop here at verse 32 of Surah Al-Imran. The third surah in the Quran. Because tomorrow inshallah we're going to go over the surah, the the story of 
Isa السلام, Jesus peace be upon him which is a story that obviously um, will get a lot of heat or has been getting a lot of heat the story of Isa السلام, where people say that he's the son of Allah astaghfirullah and some even say that he is the creator so in this surah Allah Taala gives us the the story in precise um, detail so that if we have any doubt then inshallah we will have the correct aqidah regarding the story of Isa السلام, which people know in English as Jesus but the correct name is Isa السلام, or Yasur and that's also mentioned in a lot of the books of um, the Christians or the Jews. So, thank you very much for um, following and sharing and being with us uh, in this beautiful uh, modest channel and this beautiful and modest uh, broadcast. I ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to forgive me if I made any mistakes, and I ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to guide me and you all whoever is watching and listening and soon inshallah tomorrow we'll go over um, verses 33 and up we'll continue the story of uh, Isa السلام, and we'll see how far we could go inshallah starting approximately 5 eastern time we'll see how it goes inshallah maybe before maybe after you know look out and Jazakumullah uh, Khair thank you very much again and we'll see you soon Peace. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.